see the girl with the diamonds in her shoes. She walks around like she's got nothing to lose. Just see the go-getter. She's everybody's type. She's the queen of the city, but she don't believe the hype. She's got her own elevation, holy motivation. So I wrote some letters on big bones. I got faith in you, baby. I got faith. Hey, you found Moms Meet World. If you're brand new, welcome. We are so excited to have you here. If you've been with us before, welcome back. I'm excited, guys. Today, our topic is faith. I got faith in you, baby. And I got my friend, really good friend, a dear friend of many, many years, Carlene, here today to talk about faith. And I chose her because she is one of the most faith-filled women I know. I'm actually going to do a series, so get ready grab your blankets and your good book, as it were, or all your scriptures, whatever you want to do. But we're going to talk to some other women about faith, but this is part one. And I will introduce you now to Carlene. Hi, Carlene. Hi, Mary. Hey, friend. This is so exciting. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast. This is so lovely. I love having you. Um, There's a podcast, another podcast that I love called On Being by Kristen Tibbetts. And she starts with a technique that I'm going to borrow. And she'll ask the person that she's interviewing, how did faith play a role? in your childhood? Or maybe in other words, where did your faith sort of come from? What was the seed and how did it grow? And tell us about your how that all started for you. Well, I was raised by my grandparents and we live in a really tiny town. It's not even a town. It's like a, a small village outside of the main town. And um, my parents were both teachers and they were assigned in really far farther places and so I had to stay with my grandparents because I was a bit sickly and my earliest memory of faith for me that was a faith building experience and I think that's where it all started from was because I was raised Catholic Mm -hmm. and being raised Catholic we are so big into you know if you can have the priest at your home Mm then that's a huge deal. It's an honor. It is an honor. And my grandparents basically donated a part of their property and have a small, we call it capilla, which is a chapel Hmm. built there for the Catholic church, for basically for the priest to come and hold mass. Interesting. And it's quite a gift. Yeah. And so it was just like across the street from where my grandparents' house is. Perfect. So every Sunday after Mass, mm-hmm. the priest would come and have lunch or, yeah, around lunchtime. He would come and have lunch at the house. I love it. And he would always have these little stampitas, which are little, you know, Little sandwiches. I would have loved it if it was sandwiches. <laughs> but it was like pretty little postcards of the saints. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. And so the priest would give me one every Sunday and we would collect Aww. it. But that's basically my, my family are very faith oriented. They're very strong in their faith. They believed in God mm-hmm. and they believed in Jesus Christ, among with the other things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that, that Catholics believe it. Totally. Yeah. So, so. so it kind of got started with that. You had that yeah. cultural tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever have a time, I'll give you an example of one of mine. I also grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because we're both not Catholic, exactly. <laughs> but we both were Catholic exactly. and listeners will get to that in just a minute. But 
I remember being, um, there's sort of these singular moments, right? So I remember sitting in Catholic mass and it was this snuggly, peaceful feeling. Although I don't know how I felt so snuggly and peaceful. There's so many little kids in our family, but I guess there were, it was a rare moment when my, all my brother's siblings who were quite young were, um, were not being too noisy. And we were sitting there in the pew and I looked over at my mom and her, you know, she just looks so sweet and lovely and kind. And she looked over at me and the spirit, I guess we could call that was so powerful at that moment during this very peaceful, maybe it was right after a, a really spiritual song. I think it was. And she looked at me and in her gaze, I could see that she knew that God existed and that Christ existed. And I, we did, she didn't say anything to me, but it was like she was bearing her testimony to me with her eyes. And I looked at her right back with, and I could feel it too. And it's like our eyes locked. And at the, in that moment, it's like we both recognize each other's spirit and we recognize the testimony that we brought to this world in each other's eyes. It was really singular and I'll never forget that. And I think that's one of the beginnings of, of my own faith. And maybe you had some, maybe a prayer or something early on where you just knew God was there. Um, I would say it is more service. Interesting. Because my, especially my dad and and my grandparents, they were very active members yeah. of the Catholic Church. Sure. And so a lot of the activities would involve them. It's yeah. either they're spearheading whatever yeah. activity it yeah. is, or they are leading it, or they are a huge part in making it happen. Yeah. And so we're always, our lives centers around the school where they're both teachers. And my grand, my grandfather was also a teacher. And, wow. and in the Catholic Church. So basically everything revolves around it. So all the things that we do are just yeah. in those areas. Yeah. Yeah. And as I'm sure if you have like any Filipino yeah. um, Catholic listening yeah. to this podcast yeah. right and now. I'm sure we do. <laughs> yeah, they will, they will yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Your life revolves around it. The church. And so, yeah, yeah. so my faith. This is this is interesting because it would bring me to where I came over. I mean, I I got converted to yeah. being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, yeah. But I was especially close to the Virgin Mary. Me too. Right. And and my mom, my mom was going to be a nun. Oh my! I never knew this. Yes, and then of course she met my dad, and that That's kind you. of like. And thank you so much. Yes. Carlene's mom. Otherwise, where would you be? <laughs> I know, right? And so, you know, and so it was, that is such a huge thing. And for me, I maybe because I see myself as a female, yeah, as a woman, as a daughter of God, as a possible mother, mm -hmm. you know, someday, mm -hmm. you know, we can only wish, you know, yeah. like to Savior. Right, that's right. a lot of, that's a lot of yeah. burden to carry yeah. right there. <laughs> but it's, 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 Knowing already at that time what my worth is, because yeah. I've seen the role that women play in in, in the church. Mm -hmm. They make things happen. They make things beautiful. They make the flowers beautiful. They make sure that the the choir is you know beautiful and 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 all these behind the scenes exactly. things, but so much hard work and that exactly. none of this stuff would happen the way it was going to happen if it wasn't for all those women. Exactly. And especially yeah. the month of May is when we offer flowers to Mary, yes. which is your yes. name is Mary, which yes. is very yes. interesting. So all these yeah. things, all yeah. 
you know, put yeah. together. Yeah. That's where my faith grew up. I mean, and yeah. that's where my faith grew. It's not really yeah. something that I can pinpoint yeah. because sure. it just has really yeah. been always. Yeah. It's almost like woven into the fabric of your everyday experience. Yes. Yeah. It's just yes. so much a part of you. And it's interesting that later on you, I see now I'm getting more of these connections. Um, later on listeners, Carlene and her husband, built, they went, so they lived in the United States, but they went back to the Philippines and built a library for kids that didn't have enough books, right? They were just trying to tell, tell us about that library. A bit. Well, in the Philippines, you don't really have just libraries. Yeah. You have libraries in the schools. Yeah. I mean, maybe the big city of Manila will have a library yeah. that's accessible by the public, yeah. but n- not really. That's not yeah. really the norm. And so when growing up with a, with family members that are in the education department. Yeah. And I grew up, my, me and my siblings grew up with books. Yeah. And I would read all the books in the library of the school. And then, you know, <laughs> yes. and, and you so are a reader and a half. I am a reader and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, I just felt that it is such a shame when I came over here in the U.S. and found out that, oh my gosh, they're just giving away the books. I mean, you go to a garage yeah. sale, it doesn't sell and they're just going to go give it to Goodwill. And if you say, Hey, you know, can I have this book? And they'll just say, well, take all of it. Yes. And I'm yes. Like, like, so wait a second. We could get these not? to the Philippines. Yeah. We could, we could make this happen for yeah. people. And also, That's you beautiful. know, you love books so much that yes. at some point you have to have a library. Yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, you guys put years of time and effort into that. It's just yes, so impressive. Did. But let's go back to your story. I only know part of this next part. I'm really excited to hear more of it. You were a young, faithful, service oriented Catholic girl working hard in your community. And then before we know it, you're a Latter-day Saint. And as I remember, you were on a mission before you even joined the church. There's a whole story here. How did this all happen? Yes. So <clears throat> I was in nursing school and I was 19 mm-hmm. years old or mm-hmm. 20. And I, you know, you get to that point in your life where you really have to take a look at yourself and you're trying to figure out, okay, everything is right. Everything I'm doing, everything that's right, but there's still something that's not quite there. Mm-hmm. And so I went and looked, you know, physically, I'm okay. I'm doing well. Um, I'm in school. So that's my, you know, academic, mental right, right. academics and all that kind of thing got checked off. Mm-hmm. And um, everything except spiritually. When I got to the part where I had to look at myself spiritually, I'm like, I'm not even going yeah. to church every Sunday. I mean, it's becoming more of a chore to go to church. And that is a very, that is a very normal thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, as you grow, it, there's an ebb and flow in your sure, life where sure. your spirituality is. Sure. And, but I knew that there was something a little bit more that I really needed. And my best mm-hmm. friend at that time belongs to the Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm-hmm. And so we would talk, we would talk, we would talk, we mm-hmm. would talk. And mm-hmm. then I had a friend who was in the Baptist church, actually, who was so mad at me that I actually joined, you know the LDS church, but then now we're, we're good. We're back to being good friends and he's oh, a good. wonderful person. Oh, good. And, and then I talked to the nun where I yeah. went to high school, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't fit right. Yeah. And so what happened was my, I was actually living with my, my zoology teacher takes on borders. Mm-hmm. So while I was going to nursing school, I would stay, I, I live with her Yeah. with other girls. And she happened to be a, 
you know, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day yeah. Saints. And had you ever met one before, a Latter-day Saint? No. Never even heard of them, probably. Actually, yes. I had, uh, she was a really good friend of mine, too. She's, uh, we went through nursing school together. We met when we were in freshman, and she was, uh, her name is Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And she's a head nurse right now in, in Singapore. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and she is. But, you know, she would not really talk to me about it. She would just, like, Sundays, she's not going to the movies with us, you know, yeah. because yeah. she's going to church. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. you are. But then, mm-hmm. because at that point, I really needed to know a little bit more, and I can't seem to find it anywhere else that I'm looking, mm-hmm. I started talking to my my friend, yeah. Jennifer, and then I started talking to our teacher, because we yeah. went, we stayed with her, yeah. both. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we stayed at our Zoology teacher's so, house yeah, as borders. As borders yeah. 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 And so she said, you know what? You keep asking me all these questions. Why don't I just have the missionaries come over and visit you? And I'm like, oh, no, I got to talk to this Americans. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, well, we'll see. And so yeah. she, she would have the missionaries come over to the house. But because at that point of my nursing days, I was so busy. Yeah. And so it didn't quite happen. You know, I would, sure. I wouldn't be there or I just can't, I just can't talk to them. Sure. And then, so those missionaries were gone. And then all of a sudden there, it happened. Two missionaries came and there were the assistants to the mission president and they came and they introduced themselves to me. And it seems like, I mean, you know, when you talk about your senior year in whatever course you're taking during college, that's the busiest time of your life. <laughs> it's, it's like insane. you die. Yes. <laughs> you die with everything yes. that you do. Yes. But I was so free with wow. everything. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not an A student, but you know, wow. everything, everything, everything was just, just fell into place. Everything fell into place. And so wow. we started talking and, you know, and, and the thing is, if they would tell me something like there were like six lessons. They would teach me the first lesson. And then I'm already like, okay, well, I have this question, but that's already for the next lesson. Mm-hmm. And what I figured out later was that growing up as a Catholic, I had everything that I needed to become a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. There's an old saying that Catholics make the best Mormons, but that's another story. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I would believe Because that. of all that structure and ritual and, yes. and discipline. And yeah, so, and, and I God. think it's just that mm. devotion. Yeah. That devotion yeah. that you have to, to Jesus Christ, that devotion yeah. that you have to Mary, that devotion that you have to God. And yeah. you fear God, you love Him, you, you know— yeah. You, you you really look up to him when you have problems. You yeah. immediately go there. Yeah. Um, and so all the things that the missionaries were teaching me, it's kind of like this big puzzle that all of a sudden it all falls into place. It all falls into place. And and through the whole six lessons, that's just how it went. So and, you can just feel it. You can yeah. feel like these are the puzzle pieces I was missing and now they're putting them in. And now I'm Yeah, and it just it's yeah. even more than that. It's that my spirit recognizes it. And I know that that is true. I never once did I, even when Joseph Smith was, you know, introduced to me, I never once questioned why. Wow. I just knew that was it. You could feel it. I could feel it. I mean, like, yeah. you know, if, if it, I'm very much into relying. Intuitively. Intuitively. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's not right, yeah, you know, almost a hundred percent. I know. It's yeah. Not right. and, and listeners, as she's talking, she keeps pointing to like her heart and I can tell you're, you're feeling it in yeah. here. You yeah. feel it inside. Yeah. I always yeah. say, if you're not 110% sure, yeah. 
then you have to really look into yeah, it. But I I've always been 150% yeah. sure yeah. that yeah. I could live with Joseph yeah. Smith being yeah. a prophet of the yeah. latter days. Wow. <laughs> it just felt like, so right and, and so is, comfortable. I, I just yeah. never even yeah. had a reason to question it yeah. because yeah. for me, it was like, well, Moses was, yeah. Abraham was, yeah. and um, why not? Paul and Matthew. Well, yeah. why not this one yeah. too? Yeah. It just it made like, sense. Yeah. It made sense to So that's to why you. I always say yeah. when Heavenly Father was giving yeah. away faith for yeah. talents... <laughs> I was right there. And you were right there, like, here we go. And you yeah. took a couple of extra baskets. Yeah, because <laughs> you just didn't have any questions. You yes. just had no problem with it. Yes. Kind of reminds me of, we're going to have Mary, another friend mm-hmm. on, guys. But I rem- it, your story reminds me of something she said, and she'll talk about it. But it was so beautiful. When she was taught by the missionaries, they said, well, the first thing we want to teach you is that you're a daughter mm-hmm. of God. And she lost it. She just started crying because the truth was so powerful. You know, when truth really cuts you through the, it, it just sort of goes down the center of you. It is sometimes an emotional response. Well, well you're going to love this because mm. at the end of this, I couldn't, I can't, because I was not 21 years old yet, I could oh, not yeah. be baptized just because I wanted to. Right. I would still, in the Philippines at that time, I would still need my parents' signature to get baptized yeah. to another church. So what happened because then this everything is legal in the yeah. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day yeah. Saints. You know, yeah. this is now going to be you. It's not just because I baptized you. You know, no, this are you've got legal papers yeah. to show that you've been baptized, yeah. just like the Catholic Church, sure. and that's how it sure. is. Sure. Sure. Um, and so, one of the things that I really was struggling with, there was only really ever was one thing that I struggled with, and that was about Mary. Interesting, because you probably wanted more emphasis well, on her. Yeah, well, Maybe. all this time that we've been talking about yeah. everything, yeah. and I had yeah. no problem with it. I yeah. knew them to be yeah. true because I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. I knew it was true. Yeah. But we never talked about Mary. Yeah. And so, because it was the assistance to the mission president that um, teaches me, and they have to have, because I'm a, I'm a female, they have to have someone else. Yeah, a woman or something. A woman yeah, or an yeah. older, you know, person. Uh, an yeah. older person yeah. in there so that it's not just the two of them and me. Right. So it was the wife of the finance manager in the mission office. Sure. It was anime, Sister Evans, and I mm. love her dearly. She's an old woman. <laughs> the the most perfect old woman that I've ever seen in my entire oh. life. She's got white hair, snow white hair, and she's just so sweet. Like Mrs. So, Santa Claus. Yeah, anyway, exactly. just so gentle and Mrs. loving. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that person doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> but this one does. But she okay, so be. go ahead. Yeah. And, and so she would come out from the mission office, and she would sit with me and the missionaries, and then we would talk. And so this was one of those. I'm already done with the six lessons and we were just reading the book of mormon and so i finally said and and they said well would you like to commit to be baptized and i'm like i'm like well not quite i still have one question and i said and they said well what is that and i said well all this time we've been talking about all this and i said and i know them to be true because i know them to be true it's not about you i know it and i've prayed about Mm -hmm. it yeah and i'm i i know them to be true Mm -hmm. i said but where is mary in all this i mean yeah. In the Catholic Church, it's a huge she's, thing. She's everywhere. And now she's everywhere. there's like, we're yeah. not even talking yeah. about yeah. her. Right, right, right. And, and yeah, it's a valid question. So the missionaries kind of like looked at each other and then they looked at Sister Evans and says, well, Sister Evans, would you like to answer this question? <laughs> yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. And And she just looked at me and she looked at me and she says, you know, Mary is such an awesome 
beautiful, kind, and such a faithful woman that she became the mother of Jesus. And she is that special. And she says, and, but she is Jesus' mother. And I'm like, well, okay, well, where's mine? <laughs> you know, yeah. we have a heavenly father. Yeah. Where's my heavenly mother? Where's my mother? Where yeah, is she? Yes. You know, and because, you didn't know anything about this concept. You're just, where is nope. she? But then, you know, yeah, I mean, right. why not? Right. Why right. not? If right. we are all created yeah. in his image and likeness, yeah. if our yeah. families, which is the very foundation of society and is the very foundation of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where is, where is my heavenly mother? Amen. Give me my yes. heavenly mother. Yes, yes. And she smiled at me and she, she, I think she just really was so touched about it. And she says, well, let me start. I'll tell you. She says, you are heavenly father's daughter. And as such, you have a heavenly mother. And she says, you know, the heavenly father loves you so much. And she loves your heavenly mother so much. Just like if you're a father and you have these children that you love so greatly, you love the mother of your children so greatly. Yes. And yes. she says, and the only thing I can say is that it is not yet time for us to meet her, but we will meet her because just as you know that you have a heavenly mother, she is there. Yes. And the time will come when we meet her and we will know when that is. I mean, we will know why that is. He probably does not want her name to be in vain. Sure. Just like God's name and Jesus', and Jesus name has been taken in vain. Yeah. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden, Mary, I kid you not, I felt so special like I've never been in my entire life. Oh my gosh. If Heavenly Father does that for my Heavenly Mother. You know what I mean? So beautiful. So beautiful. That he would cherish her and protect he her. He would cherish her. Yes. He cherishes his wife. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Right? That's his yes. wife. I'll cherish you too. And that makes me feel so special because if my Heavenly oh. Father loves my Heavenly Mother that much, yes. how much more me being his daughter? Oh my gosh, I never really thought about that. You're right. Wow. What does that say? Wow. You could really feel the spirit at that moment, couldn't you? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I just cried my eyes out. Oh my gosh. Because it hit me. Yeah. That yes. is so true. Yes. I know that to be true. I know yes. there's nothing to support yes. that, not in any yes. of the scriptures yes. that we yeah. have. Yeah. Nothing is being said, but, but it is not it. because she's being yeah. left out, out of everything. Yes. She's being protected. I look That's forward so to that time when I meet her That's and so I know exactly then why. Wow. Why she's not. It's kind of like having something special. You don't yeah. just give yeah. it away. Just, right. you know, just like, right. okay, well, right. let, let's put your picture here. Right. You right. know, like right. in start. No, it's you, precious. That, that precious, that yeah. sacred yeah. thing Ooh. is taken care of. And it's being yeah. held so deeply yeah. and so yeah. dearly and so sacred in your heart. I love that so much. I love that you recognized it. I love that you knew it. I, even as you're talking right now, 
I can feel it inside me. I feel the truth of it. I mean, when you said earlier, why not? I mean, if there's a heavenly father, there has to be a mother. How can you have, I mean, logically, yeah. how can you have children without a father and a mother? So it made immediate sense to me mm-hmm. too, that there's a heavenly mother, but I never put all of what you just said together. And I think that would, it would make you super feel super special. It makes me feel very cherished because that's what you want in a, in a good marriage. The dad's looking out for the mom. <laughs> you know? yeah, really think about it. Every wonderful marriages. I mean, at this point in, I think at this point in our time here in the world, yeah. there's so many different ways that you can describe a wonderful marriage and a wonderful yeah. family. Yeah. But most often than not, if you really go and really look honestly and openly and be very honest with yourself, you will see that a man cherishes the woman Mm -hmm. so deeply and that the children are taught to cherish their mother so deeply. By watching that. I work with that. (laughs) I work with that logic that my heavenly mother is cherished as probably more than I could ever imagine. So beautiful. So that's, that's that's the way it should be. And so then yeah. I got baptized. That is so beautiful. Because that was answered. Wow. And all of the pieces that you've been looking for came into play. And now that you've been baptized, how many years have you been a member? At least. Gosh, I'm 50 now. So I was 21. So that's, wow. oh my gosh, 29 wow. years. 29 years ago. Yes. It goes fast. Yes. And so the, the hunger, the spiritual hunger that you had. I guess it's never completely satiated in this life because we always have questions and we always mm-hmm. want to know more and we want to go deeper. Mm-hmm. But some of that was really satisfied, wasn't it? When you found those missing pieces, when you were able to, to complete yeah. your, your journey, your spiritual journey. And it continues. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> At that point, excuse me, I have the picture. I have yeah. the core picture of the puzzle. And yeah. now as yeah. I live my life, yeah. I keep finding more puzzle that, that goes in the peripheries. Yes. Yes, me, me too. being married, me yes. having raising my children. There's yes. another piece of the puzzle. Yes. When I find out that I am not such a great mom because I do something like this and I change <laughs> we it, we all find this out. I yeah. find another right. piece of puzzle. Right, we find another area to grow in. Yeah, that's what I love about yeah. the gospel. One of the many things is that it it's never boring. <laughs> it's never it's boring. Never boring. There's I always, always grow. I love how mm. we're talking about faith, right? Yes. I love how faith. Is a word that does not end with an mm-hmm. ing, which yes. denotes usually an active, yes. an active word. Mm-hmm. It's a verb. Yes. But faith is an active word for me. Yes. It's, it's, you can't just say I have faith and not be doing anything. Right. You don't sit on faith. No. It's moving. Don't. It's dynamic. Always. It's alive. You're, you're going through the motions. You're, ex- yeah. it's exciting. Yeah. And sometimes it stagnates. <laughs> that's true. We can, if we don't protect it and feed it, it can, yeah, yeah but that's not what it's meant to do. It was yeah. never meant to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. I'm so glad to be here. It has been a while since I've, I've, I've shared that. Yeah. And one of the missionaries, actually, he was not my missionary, but I met him on Facebook. He friended me on Facebook. And I said to him, I said, you remember me? And he said, wow. yes. Wow. He says, yes, I remember you. You were the investigator of Elder Hansen and Elder Charit and wow. Elder Ryan. And he said, and you were a golden investigator. And oh, I'm yeah. like, what's a golden oh, yeah. investigator? I didn't even know such a thing. Because and of your faith. You just recognized it. It was not a hard road. I mean, in that it way. It was not a hard road. Yeah. In fact, we should end on this. You were a missionary before you were baptized. Can you tell the, our listeners about that? Well, mm. I, 
I'd like to call it a short-term mission. I, did, I wasn't really called by the church <laughs> right, to be a right, missionary, but right. because um, the wife of the mission president was a nurse. And mm-hmm. at that point, there was also a couple of sister missionaries who were nurses. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, take care of this, the elders and the sisters who needed something medically. Sure. And one time, the companion of the sisters who were assisting the sister missionary, uh, the the Mission president's wife yeah. got sick. She was sent back to Manila for medical care. And sister Rasband. Not the real, not the, I, the, the one, the no, apostle's no. wife? Different no, no, Rasband. no. Different okay. Rasband, okay. but I think yeah. they're related. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. yeah so probably. She used to be Sister Aker. Okay. Ruth Ann Aker. And mm-hmm. so I get to go with her and, and spend days with her and I got and just just because she wow. needed a companion, yeah. then there was yeah. uh, Sister Mendoza. So you went and helped so with go, these guys. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I get to hang yeah. out with them, yeah. which it's is beautiful. Just, and you could feel their spirit and that love. Well, you, you know, I went that. to places in the full, yeah. in in my area that I've never been to. I wow. like tracting, like yeah. you know, just going around meeting people. Wow. And I meet my people. Yes, that lives in shanties. Yeah. I mean, I've yes. seen them, but yes. I've never been there. Yes. And I'm wow. like, okay. Here we go. Heavenly Father Take wants me. everyone to know. Everyone. Not just people who right. have something to offer. Right. Right. Everyone's but a it, child of God. Especially everyone. those who don't have anything especially to offer. They need because to, later yes. on, then they have yes, something to they offer. they do. And they have that you divinity. get to see them grow. Yes. Yes, because every single one of us is a child of God. Yeah. That's the most That's exciting so part. I'm sorry. I know you're about to end, yeah. but yeah. that is the most exciting part of being able to see the work of the Lord is because yeah. when you meet someone who's really got nothing, yeah. really got nothing, they're yeah. garbage people. They they yeah. pick up garbage and sell mm. it to, to, mm. to have something to eat. Mm. And you meet them later. And they've got jobs. And then you see yes. them there, you know, in the yes. Philippines, you know, you wear the white mm-hmm. shirt to go to church mm-hmm. and they're happy. Yeah. And they're just yeah. so full of hope. Yeah. There's some, some quote by President Benson. When they have Jesus, I'm butchering this, guys, but when they have Jesus in their hearts, they take themselves out of the slums. That was in my, that was in my notebook. Yeah. It was in my journal. So beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. We'll have to get that. Maybe I can put that in the notes, the show notes, that whole quote. Um, Maybe you know this too. A number of years ago, there was a general authority, I can't remember his name, but maybe you will, who came to the Philippines and said, I, this apostle talking, basically, I have a feeling that the Philippines will be the center of missionary activity in Asia, that it will be a stronghold of missionary work, and they will lead Asia. Remember that? That won't be Elder Oaks. Maybe it was. He's served, sure. he served in the Philippines for a long time. I'll see if I can find it and yeah. send it to you. He but was. I remember when I heard that quote or however they said it, I thought, oh, that makes so much sense. Carlene's from there. <laughs> and so many other people that I know that are, I mean, Lord, all these people that are just so, Danny De Los Reyes, right? Isn't yeah. he from, there's, there's this, there's this feeling, this spiritual, I don't know, je ne sais quoi. That's what they say in France. It's something, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. And but sometimes it's, people think. It's faith. And sometimes people think that we're all this good. Yeah. We're not. No, no, no. We've no. done we've done things that are just right. really we shouldn't have done. Or we haven't gone to church. We've yeah. gone inactive for a certain amount of time. But you came back. <laughs> because we it, yeah. because yeah. 
Because deep inside, when you're really honest with yourself, yeah. you yeah. know that you've got something good. Yes. And you just yes. can't let go of it. I mean, yes. there may be other things that could happen right. that right. would, you know, cause you to do other things. Yeah. But you but always circle back. You always circle back. And it's the faith that circles you back. And, and I think that's what yeah. you kind of come with. Yeah. Like you come with this strong faith yeah. that brings you back every time. Yeah. And that's why somebody mm-hmm. in the in the ward told me once, she said, we should not worry about those who have fallen away from the church yeah. or yeah. who have left the church yeah. because it is a journey. Yeah. There's some bumps And once you're given the truth, you cannot really change that. Oh, amen. You may not want it. Amen. I at heard, a specific time in yep, your life. That you know it. That you know it. It's like that saying that when you take a rubber band and you stretch it, it never really goes back to its original shape. Yeah. It's always stretched out because yeah. you've, and once you've had the truth and it's stretched your soul and stretched mm-hmm. your brain, you can't go back to yeah. lower living for long. You, you're no. going to come back to the higher place. No, exactly. To the stretched out, yeah, to exactly. something bigger, something once grander. You, once, you've heard, yeah. once you've heard the gospel, once it's been taught to you, once you, you felt cannot, the spirit. Yeah. Once yeah. you felt the spirit, you cannot really be the same. You cannot. You cannot. And if you try to be, this is what happened to me. <laughs> it just stays in your head. Like even if you think, well, I that's okay. I don't need that. I'm fine. The, it sort of whispers to you. Like, remember, but you know. But now you remember when you felt that spirit. You know, you know, you know. Yeah. And remember what Joseph Smith said when he saw God? He said, I couldn't deny it because I knew that God knew I knew. And I thought, boy, that's so true for all of us. Once we know... We also know that God knows that we know, and it's, you can't deny that. Like yeah. you, you can't stand before God and say, "Well, you know, I didn't really know." You knew, you know, if we knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what a total treat to listen to you talk about faith. I love you. We've been friends for oh. so long, so and long. I'm so glad. And we'll be friends for eternity. Yes. So happy about that. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. This has been so exciting. It's been really fun. Thanks, listeners. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you except maybe go find your missionaries. Or don't don't worry about it. We're just here to be your friends, whatever you whatever your faith is. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next time on Mom's Meat World.